everyone, it's your girl Christina Savani and this is Saved Save the Podcast where we are changing the perspective on what it means to be saved one episode at a time. What up you guys? We are in episode three. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Okay, I might be a little too hyped, but it's episode three and it's our podcast guys this is our opportunity to fellowship together to talk to laugh to cry to do whatever we need to do because this is our safe space this is our space to just get together and love one another to have these conversations to change the perspectives and you know how we get down it's your girl christina savani and you know my favorite part how we open up with my nothings of about nothing. So y'all, so y'all, as I was preparing for this episode, I was thinking about cooking and stuff. And um, so I made some banana bread over the weekend for my mom. And as I was making it, I was looking at like my recipe. But the recipe that I use when I make it, like typically when I make it, I always make two loaves. But the recipe that I originally um found when I first started making banana bread it requires me to double the batch okay so y'all know in like previous episodes I told y'all like I'm not good at math well if I haven't told y'all I'm not good at math so I literally have to double my recipe and you guys would think like as often as I make banana bread somewhere I would have by now written down what the doubled measurements are (laughs) yeah no I have not done that yet um so every time I go to make banana bread and I make more than one loaf because I always tend to make one for my mom and then I make a second loaf that I either keep for myself or I ended up giving it to my cousin or my uncle or like for them two to share um and every single time I'm like oh crap I have to double this recipe But so far, so good. Like, there hasn't been no complaints. But y'all, like, I need to, like, put a reminder somewhere. Like, go ahead and write down the double measurements. Because it'd be, like, a third of a cup of butter or, like, uh, three-fourths of a cup of sugar. And you gotta double that. Like, anyway, that's my randomness for today. So, can somebody send me a reminder to double my recipes? Because clearly, I can't just make one loaf of banana bread anymore. But I guess that goes into, you know, you live and you learn, which kind of segues into this week's topic, which is on healing. So first of all, this was not supposed to be this week's topic. Um, I was on my way from work today and I had called one of my really good friends and I was just calling to, you know, check up on her. Um, I actually had to end our phone call early a couple of days prior. We were talking about something really deep and I ended up having to end the phone call because I had to run some errands and I couldn't really continue how I wanted to. And so I was calling her to continue the conversation. And when I called her, she, um, she had a sick baby. So I was like, oh, do you need me to get you anything from the store or anything? And, and let me not say baby, because this little boy is old now. Like I feel old. Like he is, he is 10 years old, which makes me feel like ridiculously old because 
I was literally there when he was born. And I'm just like, girl, we get old. Like, your oldest is 10. But anyway, so he wasn't feeling well. So I was like, do you need anything from the store? And she was like, yes, actually, I need X, Y, and Z. So went to the store for her and um, went to go drop it off because she was taking care of her son. Her husband was cooking, you know, so I was just being a good friend. And I sat down on the couch. Like, I was standing up on purpose, y'all. Like, I was like, I am not going to sit down. Because if I sit down, we're going to start talking. And if we start talking, I'm not going to get to this podcast episode. I sat down. I stayed for an hour and a half. But in that, we started talking about healing. And how important healing is, especially in our society, especially in the eyes of God. Like, when you think about your journey in life, you can't fully walk in your journey in life to your fullest potential until you have completely healed. And what I mean by that is think about what we call our boxes. So... We have both figured out that we like to place things in boxes, inside of boxes, inside of boxes, and then we like to take those boxes and put them into the closet, and then we like to take that closet, lock it, put a um, chain lock on it, put a brick wall in front of it, and then like burn the whole house on fire. Like that's what we like to do with our boxes on the things that we don't like to deal with. And I'm sure she and I are not alone in that. I'm sure that there are a lot of people who are not alone in feeling that way to feeling like there are just certain things that you cannot deal with because they are just going to break you. Like if you start chipping away at that brick wall, if you go through those ashes and you get to that closet, like they're more than just skeletons. Like I'm not talking about like those deep dark secrets that you hope no one ever finds out about. I'm talking about the things that just hurt. I'm talking about the things that are too ugly to look in the mirror. I'm talking about the things that make you question your faith. I'm talking about the things that make it hard to be in relationship with other people. I'm talking about the things that make it hard to be in relationship with God. I'm talking about those boxes. And so we were sitting there and we were talking about those boxes and she opened one of mine tonight, guys. And I'll be honest, like over the past few days, it had been chipped away at a little by a few other people in my life that I really didn't want that box to be open, but she kind of busted wide open tonight. And we're not going to get into details on what was necessarily inside of my box. But in opening my box, she kept saying, you're not going to get your full potential until you heal and expose what's in this box. Now, what she didn't know is that I had similar conversations about what was inside of this box and other boxes in my life with other people. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to cry. Like, don't do this to me. Because this is like my childhood best friend. Like, this is the person that knows me way better than most people. 
So I'm like, girl, I ain't got time for this. <laughs> like, I gotta go home. I gotta record this podcast. These people gotta know what's going on with my life. I'm supposed to be talking about this whole other topic. And she was like, no, we're gonna talk about this. And you're gonna cry. And you're gonna get it out. And you're gonna open this box. And then when you're done, you're gonna be healed. Because until you're healed, you're not going to be okay. You're not going to have the answers that you're searching for until you're healed, until this box is opened. And when she said that, like, I did get emotional, I'm not going to lie, but I stopped myself. And in stopping myself from fully feeling my emotions, one thought crossed my mind, and that is... Frankly, why? Why do we stop ourselves from fully feeling sometimes? Like, I know in Christianity, they always tell you, you know, don't trust your emotions, just trust God. Um, You know, people always want to lean on the verse, trust in the Lord with all your heart, do not depend on your own understanding. But I want to lean more on the verse in Psalms 139 where it says search me oh God God and know my heart test me and know my anxious thoughts like I want God to know my emotions I want to reveal them to him so that he can then heal me so if I don't feel those things if I don't determine what's going on in me if I don't let myself feel them and let myself just be fully exposed to God how am I healing like just like I said God is in everything in episode one and how everything coincides your faith and your healing have to coincide as well so you can't just say oh I'm gonna be healed and you're not like exposing your boxes to God to let yourself be healed. Like you can't just say, oh, well, I can't trust these emotions. They're not there. And then expect God to heal that part of you. Like you can't say that your emotions aren't real or your emotions aren't valid or that part of you doesn't exist or I'm not allowed to feel this way or this shouldn't be happening to me or I can't go through this. Because if you don't, you're not going to get to the healing process like there's a grief cycle for a reason like I I talked about this in um, the last time that I spoke at my church like the grief cycle is real and that healing that acceptance part of that grief cycle happens through the emotional part of it but God is right there with you through that cycle it's not like you're feeling all of that by yourself like you're still leaning on God you're still leaning on his understanding through your healing so as I was sitting there and I was feeling those emotions like I was still internally praying I was still praying for God to give me an answer on what I was feeling and that's the difference between me stuffing my emotions down in my boxes and pushing them to the back of my closet and, you know, locking the door, breaking it up, setting the house on fire and walking away like nothing happened and actually wanting true healing. But you can't 
get true healing if you don't want true healing. And I know that's kind of cliche. And like we think about like, well, God will answer all of your prayers if you just pray hard enough. But it's like, do you believe what you're praying for? Do you believe that you deserve what you're praying for? Because a lot of times in our emotional trauma, we sit in it for so long that we don't even believe that we deserve the healing that can come at the other end because we don't even know what that healing looks like. I know for me, there are a few things that I don't even know what it looks like to be completely and utterly healed on this side. Like, I know what the Bible tells me. I know what my faith stands behind. But on this side of my spirituality, on this side in physical relationships, I have no clue what that looks like. I'm going to just be honest with y'all. Like, because humans are fickle. Like, we are some fickle beings. Like, God is the only constant thing in all of this. So, I know that his word is true. But when it comes to people, I be kind of side-eyeing, y'all. I'm not even going front. Like, I be like, God, I know what your word said, but you trust them? Like, you sure I can trust them? Like, I, I be triple and, like, quadruple and double and whatever. Y'all know I'm not good at math. Whatever comes next after quadruple. So, is it double, triple, quadruple? Is that right? I don't know. Somebody fact check me. Anyway, but I be like extra checking with him to make sure that once I get to that healing point, that there's no one that can step in that can break me again. There's no one that can step in between, especially in between me and God. But more than that, they can't step in between me and my healing. So I got all of that and I'm sitting there looking at her and I'm like, girl, you done got me changing my whole podcast episode. And she was like, no, God got you changing it. And that's how you know you got real friends because like she is the type of person where she will literally tell me, you know, I'm just here as your God sent friend. Like, I don't know why God got us friends, but God got us friends. And that's something in and of itself, because a lot of times your healing is connected to the people that you are around. Like there are some times you can't get the full healing that you need from a situation until you get around the people that can help you heal. Like, Think about that Lifetime movie where, like, the lady had the daughter who she kept, like, basically telling her she was sick. And, like, she had her, like, in the wheelchair. And she was, like, feeding her all these different medicines. And, like, basically, like, had this girl believing, like, she was just the most crippled person in the world. Come to find out, this little girl was perfectly fine. But the mama... Had her believing like she was sick. Had her believing like this was her life. Had her believing there was no other option for her. And a lot of times we 
have so many people around us that are so intertwined in our lives because of whatever reasons because we think they are a part of our mission as a Christian because we think that they are a part of our destiny because we think we're supposed to be healing them that they're actually making us sick that they're actually the ones feeding us the poison that they're actually the ones that are causing us to stay in the state that we're we're supposed to be delivered from but we have this notion of I'm supposed to help this person or I'm supposed to be this for this person. I'm supposed to do this as this person because that's what a good Christian is supposed to do. Because that's what a, that's what Jesus would do. But we don't realize that Jesus kept people around him that he could help. But he didn't keep anybody around him that was hindering him away from his purpose that was hindering him away from his deliverance that was hindering him away from his healing like he might have kept a judas in his corner but judas helped him to his purpose don't keep your judas if your judas ain't helping you to your purpose like we'd be like oh well that person is my judas like i know that enemy is around me because you know you, you got to keep your enemies close just like jesus kept judas no jesus kept judas because judas helped his purpose you're keeping Bob because you don't know how to set boundaries. But I digress. That's not what we're talking about today, y'all. I'm sorry. I, I went on a tangent. My bad. We're talking about healing. And in that healing, sometimes you got to cut people off. If you need a refresher, go back to the episode of Access Denied, where everybody can't have access to you. Um, I might do another episode on it in season two. We don't know. But seriously, your healing is important to God. Because in your healing comes a testimony. And in your testimony becomes someone else's healing. So your healing is attached to someone else's healing. Like, me tearing open, well, un involuntarily tearing open one of my boxes tonight with a dear friend of mine. I know it helped me, but it also helped her. And in that moment, it grew our relationship. That was the first moment in the 20-something years of our friendship that... We really had that deep down emotional, I love you moment. Like we've told each other, I love you. Sidebar, if you're a Christian and you cannot tell your friends, I love you sincerely, I don't know what you're doing with yourself because I'm the person that you're not getting off the phone with me. You're not leaving my presence Unless you tell me you love me. But this particular I love you moment was like the I see you. I'm here for you. And I want you as healed as possible. I love you moment. And that could not happen if we were both not willing. 
if we were both not surrendering to God and if we were both not accepting of the fact that our healing comes from God and it is helped through friendships like that. And y'all, when I tell you we was boohooing, like, I love... Like, I just got to shout out her husband for one because he kind of knows if I'm over there, just kind of leave us alone. So we'd be like in our little emotional corners, like tears flowing. And he was just literally in the kitchen, just cooking, like minding his own business. So props to him for just being like women staying away. That ain't none of my business. I'm minding my business. Um, But seriously, that was a healing moment that happened in friendship that happened in exposure that happened because of faith that happened because of God and so when I say that God is in everything when I say that faith and everything coincide so does your faith in your healing you can't have one without the other they say faith without work is dead So if you have faith in God, have faith in God that he'll heal you from whatever it is. And I want to get really personal right now with you all. Like, we family, right? Right? Like, we, you part of the Safe Safe crew. You listening to this, right? So whoever is listening right now, you deserve your healing. I don't know what it is that you feel like you do not deserve, whatever you're beating yourself up about, whatever the enemy has told you that this one thing makes you any less of a Christian or any less of a good person or any less of anything. And so therefore you're sitting in it instead of getting healed from it. God wants you healed. God is telling you, you deserve to be healed. You deserve it. You deserve it. For you. Not for anyone else. Not because of anyone else. Not because you did anything. Not because you earned it. Just like grace is the unearned, unmerited favor of God. Your healing, you accepting that healing, is saying that you accepted his grace. It's saying that you're not taking his grace for for granted. It's saying that because he offered this grace for you, that You're accepting your healing to walk into that grace, to walk into your purpose fully. So when you're saying, I don't deserve this healing, you're basically saying, I don't deserve God's best for me. I don't deserve to be whole. I don't deserve to be completely complete. I don't deserve to be the best version of myself. But God already told you, you were worth it. When he sent his son to die on the cross, his son who lived a sinless life, when he sent him to die on the cross for you in all of your mess that you are deciding not to get healed from, when he sent him to die for you, he was telling you that you were worth it. 
So in your healing, that's a thank you to God. And you saying that, yes, I deserve to be healed. Yes, I deserve to be whole. That's saying, God, thank you for giving me that opportunity. You getting out of your own way, because I know that I'm working on getting out of my own way (laughs) of being healed. That's a thank you to God. And that's showing your faith in God that he can heal you. Because we block that out sometimes. We block out what he can do. We block out the fact that sometimes it's us. Sometimes it's not other people. I mean, sometimes it is other people. Don't get me wrong. Like like I said, like y'all, y'all be a little shady out here. But sometimes it's us too. So just think about what's in your box, inside that box, inside the other box, in the back of your closet that is locked away behind that brick wall in that burned down abandoned building down the street that you just don't think about anymore because it's just too hard. Because it's easier just to act like it didn't happen, to act like that hurt isn't there. What's there that God wants to take away to heal? What's that thing? Think about that thing. Get around some people that can help you with that thing. Pray about that thing. Let go of that thing. Y'all, we are in a brand new year and we need to let it go. Like... We don't have time to sit in an unhealed mess because us as Christians, we got too much work to do. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. Like we have way too much work to do. God is not done with us. He's not done with our purpose. He's not done with our missions. Like we need to be healed, period. That's it. That's the end. Like. I'm leaving on that point. Get healed. Period. Point blank. That's it. And while you're at it, help others get healed. And you know how you can do that? By liking, by sharing, by subscribing. I know this was a little heavy episode, but some episodes are like that. But I hope that you guys still enjoyed it. And if you did, you know, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave a review. Only five stars because we want to, you know, get noticed out here on Apple and on Google and on Spotify and on Anchor and everywhere else that we are available. Because we want more people to join the Save Safe crew And as always, I love, love, love you guys. And this has been Saved Saved Podcast with your girl, Christina Savani. Love you. Peace.